Tonight's episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network is brought to you, as always, by ZipRecruiter, our presenting sponsor. You know what's not smart? Counting out the Dallas Cowboys, apparently. Oh, my God. This is going to be the giddiest Cousin Sal's ever been on a podcast, I think. You know what else is the smart job sites that overwhelm you with tons of the wrong resumes? There's a smart way. Fortunately, at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. They find people with the right skills for your job. They actively invite them to apply. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Meanwhile, SeatGeek is still the best app for buying and selling tickets to sporting events, concerts, and more. We have some holiday stuff coming up. Thanksgiving, Christmas, a lot of games. For $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase on any game or sporting event, use promo code BS. Download the SeatGeek app or go right to SeatGeek.com. We're also brought to you by TheRinger.com, the world's best website, as well as the Ringer Podcast Network, which has podcasts for just about everything you can imagine, including two relatively new ones. The Big Picture, Sean Fennessy's movie podcast named after the late William Goldman. Uh, we launched that podcast last month. William Goldman, a uh, friend of mine, great writer, passed away uh, last week. We are not going to talk about him today on the podcast, but I do have something special planned for later in the week for that. So stay tuned for that. The other podcast we have is uh, Villains, hosted by Shea Serrano. We put up the first one last week. People like it. Everyone likes it, but Tay Frazier. Tay Frazier hates it. He wants, he wants us to get rid of it. So stay tuned on that. Uh, their feud continues. Kevin O'Connor also hates it. Anyway, Villains, and the big picture, our two newest podcasts. We have another one that we're going to announce this week. I'm excited about. It involves a sport that's played with a round orange ball called basketball. Details to come this week. Coming up, we're going to call the cuz. We're going to talk about Survivor Series. We're going to talk about the NFL and even a little basketball bets and some parent corner and all the usual stuff. But first, our friends from Pro Jam. <laughs> All right, on the line, as always, on Sunday nights, the cuz, Cousin Sal, he is one of the hosts of Lock It In on FS1. He is the host of the Against All Odds podcast, the world's greatest gambling podcast in the Ringer Podcast Network. More importantly, he's the number one fan of the Red Hot, resurgent, charging <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Holy shit, cuz. Two straight weeks, you're happy on the Sunday BS Report. BS Podcast, what is this? It's the BS podcast. It's the BS podcast. Now I'm ready to talk about Jimmy Butler. I feel like it's bad luck talking about the Cowboys uh, to start. Let's do it. No, we're doing it. It's going to be in the lead and the subject when I promote the podcast, everything. The surging Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah. It's happening. It's kind of weird. It really is. And then everything's lined up for Thanksgiving. They win there in first place. I mean, I guess tied technically for first place. And um, up against Colt McCoy, who's beaten us before. Four years ago, I believe it was on a Monday night. Is that true? This team, yeah, yeah, they beat us on a Monday night. It was a weird, weird game. That was a good team too. That was a good Cowboys team. But um, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I mean, Zeke is playing with purpose. This Vander Ash seems to be the steal of the draft on defense, and Prescott's not killing us, and and uh, more importantly, Garrett's not killing us. 
So you left out the most important thing that happened in the playoff pursuit was that Alex Smith broke his tibia, tibia and his fibula. Mm -hmm. That sounds like the worst possible broken leg injury you can have. Like we, we always have like the Gordon Hayward type of injuries, but when you basically break the two major bones in your leg and Mm -hmm. you're in your mid thirties, I'm not sure he comes back from that. I feel bad for him. I, I don't, I just think to have that injury at this stage of your career, like Theismann never played again. Um, yeah, that sucks. And I meant that they, they said, I hadn't seen it live. And they said he suffered the most gruesome court, uh, injury a quarterback could. And I was like, well, that's not even the most gruesome injury the Redskins quarterback has ever right, right. Uh, endured. And then I saw it. I was like, oh boy, yeah, poor that's bastard. So there, he leaves the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to score, uh, you know, 700 points this year. And uh, now this happens. Sad. Colt McCoy steps in. Colt McCoy, career record as a starter, 7-18. and 18. He has started yeah. four games since 2011. All came in the 2014 season. He was 1-3 and three on, the, uh, on the Redskins. He, yeah. for his career, 26 TDs, 23 interceptions. Um, he's not good, so. And, and the Redskins aren't good either, so. I, it's weird to say this, but at six and four, I almost want to cross them off. I know we can't because I think wow. eight and eight, I think eight and eight could win the NFC East. Mm-hmm. But man, it's it's hard not to cross off a team that stuck with Colt McCoy for the last six games of the season, basically. Plus, they really drew the and short they have straw. Guys coming in, they have hold on, they have EJ Manuel, they have TJ Yates coming in, they have Mark oh, Sanchez. TJ. All these guys will be working out. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick, poor Colin. He's by the phone, just wait, waiting for it. He thought this might be it. I mean, by the way, and I, I know it makes sense now, but what year is it going to be? Uh, like, all right, enough with the Colin Kaepernick thing. We haven't seen him throw a ball in uh, eleven years. I mean, is it like 2023? <laughs> will people still be saying, you know, why is Colin Kaepernick not in there? Well, that, I, I mean, that like that would be the, we're getting close. That would be the one way to flip the Thanksgiving storyline, right? Because Thursday is just going to be this Dallas coronation party. Jerry's going to be like a yeah. pig in shit. Colt McCoy is going to be terrible. But if they sign Kaepernick, the networks would have like a like a Thanksgiving heart attack before all of yeah, our right. Thanksgiving heart attacks. They would just show him. It would be a split screen of the game with Kaepernick on the sidelines with the headset on just the whole time. It probably is worth just doing it just for that. But um, I wonder if Fox would even show the game. I mean, Fox News wouldn't show it. <laughs> so you, he, I hate to call this a uh, a break because, you know, what happened to Alex Smith, it's just kind right. of awful. But you have this combination, Dallas wins and the Redskins lose their quarterback. And now you get to play them basically three and a half days after this happens. It's the mm-hmm. absolute perfect time to play them on a Thursday. All the momentum's going your way. I could feel it in the in the owner's box of Jerry. There, there was the fist pumps were a little. There was an extra vigor coming from him. I felt like. Yeah, I don't think he knows what's going on still. But um, yeah, and and whatever uh, injury Carson Wentz suffered today, that's going to help the Cowboys too. I mean, I know physically he probably didn't, but geez, these guys seem to be falling apart at the right time for the Cowboys. Carson Wentz. I really wonder if they should have pushed him to come back when he came back. Have people talked early, about huh? this? I don't know. He he hasn't really looked at, he hasn't looked, in my opinion, right the whole season. 
Um, yeah. He's had flashes. I was watching with Hench, and he does things. I don't want to compare him to Tom Brady, but he throws, you know, he throws low. Like, even to the open receiver, he guns it in there low. And a lot of times they'll catch it. A lot of times they won't. But I guess that's the way to avoid interceptions. But, yeah, he did not post good numbers today in a game where it was all garbage time against the Saints today. He was 19 for 33, a buck 56, and three interceptions in, in just a game where they were playing prevent defense the whole time, right? The deep pass to Lattimore in the first half that Lattimore picked mm. off was really bad. He it just is the season from hell for them in a lot of ways. You know, even they lost Darby last week, and then this week they lost two D backs. One of them it seemed serious, but he's he's what did he step on the uh, the end zone line or something? Oh and, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, you know, I I love the Saints in that game, and I was just. I couldn't figure out who to, who to tease or parlay with and then begrudgingly settled on the Steelers and talked myself into that being a revenge game. Lucky. Lucky win. There. Yeah. Lucky, but on the other hand, they, that was the Jaguars team I was betting against. The team that yeah. has a lead late and just needs a first down and just just basically tucks their balls between their legs. I mean, it was <laughs> phenomenal. That game was 16-6 for, I felt like, two and a half hours. Yeah, that game. they got to stop. And they just couldn't couldn't put it away. The Steelers were begging for them to put it away. They turned the ball over in their own end. Jaguars couldn't do anything with it. And, you know, it wasn't like, you know, Fournette carried the load there. They had like 28 carries. But uh, good good, good job, Blake Bortles. What did he throw for a buck oh four? Can't even do uh, the bare minimum to get the job done. It was really awful because on the last play when they scored to cut it to uh, the field goal mm-hmm. and and then the Jags got the ball back and they basically, all they needed was a first down. They ran Fournette, they ran Fournette and on, yeah. it was like third and five. The Steelers had 15 guys on the line. I know that sounds impossible. And any play action, anything, just get seven yards if you have a quarterback who is even like competent, like a, like a really good high school quarterback, I feel like can, can beat somebody in single coverage where there's no hand checking and any of that stuff anymore. Yeah. And they just were terrified to just put the game in his hands. So yeah, I feel like that's, that's a microcosm of what's wrong with your team. If, cause we saw the modified version of that last year when they played the Pats, when they had the lead in the AFC title game. And, you know, once again, they tucked it between their legs, they did the James gum and, and they just uh, they just didn't try to win it. They were trying not to lose. Today was the all time trying not to lose performance. They were just it was very different from the way they took it to the Patriots. And now all of a sudden that seems like a different team. Like what was that? Yeah. Like seven eight weeks ago. But they they really stayed on them and and uh, didn't didn't take their foot off the gas. But shame on them. They had Steelers at six points through three quarters. They ended up with twenty six rushing yards. You have to put that game away. Right. Well, it was even worse than that. It was sixteen nothing. Yeah, and really seemed like it. W- it was like, wow, they really just just own the Steelers. This is crazy. They the Steelers just can't do anything against this team. And then Brown broke a big touchdown. Yeah, that's it. That and they missed it. a two point, which I actually it, it was funny. So you you would go for the two point in that situation, right? Fourth quarter, sixteen six. No, yeah. it was like it was late third quarter, I think. Uh. Because I was thinking, you know, like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's six in the third quarter. You basically yeah, need three scores, right? You need two touchdowns mm-hmm. and you need a field goal. 
And I guess if you don't get to, I, yeah, I guess it makes sense. But I was just thinking like 17 points, the, St- the Steelers probably win because I didn't feel like Jacksonville was going to score again because I thought they were going to do exactly what they did, which was right. do the Jame Gum. But uh, but that was a fascinating one because it ended Jacksonville's season. Concurrently, mm-hmm. Cincinnati's playing Baltimore. Baltimore is Lamar Jackson, who's just not going to throw the ball. I think he finished with a buck 50, zero touchdowns, one pick. But ran the ball. He ran for over 100 yards. Yep. But the Bengals had chances to win that game. They really missed A.J. Green. You know, I, I thought there were some third and eights, third and sevens when uh, they just couldn't get the play they needed. But they were still in it, hanging around, hanging around, hanging around, and then um, could not get it done at the end. And that was a pretty big swing because now the Steelers have, I think, what is it, a game and a half lead on them? Yeah, the well, they're both five and five, the Ravens and, and uh, Bengals. And yeah, what are the Steelers? I six, thought the uh, Steelers were like six three and one or six, seven two and one. Seven no, two and one, seven, yeah. Seven two and one. So that Yeah, so two that, and a half games. Yeah, so that's right? basically done, right, Sal? Yeah, I think so. Cross I that division. Let's let's go through the divisions we can cross off. The thing is, see, either of these teams could get a six seed in the AFC, which is gonna be interesting. I don't think they will. I think the Colts are the are the six if they don't win that division. But Pats have a two Pats have a two game lead. Yeah. It's a borderline cross off. I wish the Pats were playing better, but it, well, it's, you're playing the Jets this week. So right. Yeah, that, that'll be that. Yeah. They still have to play Miami again, though. I, I feel like I can't cross that one off yet. Uh, Miami is minus 57 for the season and somehow still oh. striking distance. Steelers have a two and a half game lead over everybody. That's good enough. I yeah. think that's done. Houston's seven and three. They pulled one out of their butthole in that Washington game. I have no idea. Um, Washington. I don't know how much you saw that, but there was a 14-point swing in that game before Alex Smith broke his leg, mm-hmm. throws a, a pick in the red zone where Jordan Reed, they missed some miscommunication, 101-yard pick six. Took it all the way back, yep. And they still almost won, and he broke his leg after that, and they still almost won. Right. Um, Houston, once and Watson's again. Watson's not lighting the world on fire either. We yeah. had a touchdown, two interceptions, a little over 200. So they, they – I felt like Houston was going to lose that. And then all of a sudden it seemed like, oh, they're going to pull this out of their ass. I was like, oh, they might lose that again. And then there was just this classic moment where um, it was fourth and 10 and Washington's like, fuck it. There's eight seconds left. They go for the field goal with their kicker. Yeah. What was it? Like a 60 yarder? Something like yeah, that. It was up there. A 61 yarder. Mm-hmm. It was 14 yards short. Really bad. I mean, it was like, like it was, he was aiming for the guy in the first row, uh, forty feet to the right. It was so bad, and it was it was like it's dead on. Oh, it's going to land at the eleven yard line. <laughs> they should have had somebody returning it. They could have gotten a yep. touchdown out of it. So now Houston is two games up on the Colts, and two games up on the Titans. You and I both love the Colts. We love how they're playing. Luck is out of his mind right now. Yep, their offensive line. They no luck doesn't get touched anymore. Never. I think they're a playoff team. Eighty percent. Like yeah. you can't, you can't not touch him. He's going to be the most. He's going to be have put Breeze numbers up there. I think he put had eighty percent. But yeah, we have them to win the division, don't we? We have them at twenty to one. We have six teams in that division. <laughs> yeah, we have division. we have all six teams <laughs> in every possible combination. I think we have the Bengals to win the AFC South. But they go last <laughs> six games. They're five, five and five. <laughs> they uh. They play the Dolphins. They play mm-hmm. the Jaguars at Houston. That's week 14. 
Home for your Cowboys. Home for the Giants at Tennessee, who they just demolished. Yeah, I look feel, at that. that. I think feel, they'll be favored in three of those games, and then the other three will be, you know, three-point spreads. That something. feels like 10 and 6 to me, Sal. Wow. Can you imagine? Mm. I traded Here's T.Y. Here's what I'm worried about. Here's what I'm worried about. Usually at this point in the year, we know who our team is. We get excited about betting against the team. I believe it was the Jaguars last year, and that didn't work out for us too well. But I'm not excited about betting against any of these teams that are going to make it. Yeah, I was thinking about the four seed, the team that in round one gets the first home game. Mm -hmm. And in the NFC, it's probably going to be your Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And unfortunately for you, you're going to be playing, you're going to be playing somebody good. You're going to be yep. playing Carolina. It might be Minnesota. Let yeah, that see. team will be better than the Cowboys or whoever wins the East. It could be Minnesota. There's a, there's a Green Bay. You know, it's it's amazing. I thought we could have crossed off Green Bay my, right now. They're four, five, and one. They Easy look, schedule, right? Yeah, they've looked like dog shit really the whole season. They don't look like the coach and the QB are on the same page. For the first time ever, there's been some Aaron Rodgers. Are we sure he's the greatest? There's been like hmm. that kind of a little bit of Aaron Rodgers backlash. And yet they're four, five, and one, and they're probably going to finish the season winning five. Well, I know who's not maybe. the greatest, that Mike McCarthy. And it's beaten, been beaten to death, but what a, a miserable turn, like that Thursday that game and, and not going for it on fourth and two with one timeout against a team who's averaging five and a half yards a carry. He ought to be ashamed of himself. That's really, that really played them out of the playoffs. Except they're not out of the playoffs. Well, they, well, so the best they could do is 10, five and one if they run the slate. And they, they're at Minnesota and at Chicago still. They can't win a road game. Well, I'm looking. So the a AFC, I think we have four teams that are heading to the playoffs the Chiefs, the Steelers, the Patriots, and the Chargers. I am not, I am not convinced, even though the Texans are seven and three. I'm still not convinced that's a playoff team. And I, I think there's a roadmap where they go like two and four in the last six, something like that. I, they have not been that impressive. You mm -hmm. know, and they've, they've played a pretty easy schedule and they've caught some breaks with when they've caught teams, what weeks, things like that. I, I just, I'm not convinced they're a playoff team. Um, now, that said, gun to your head, does the AFC North get two playoff teams or does the AFC South get two playoff teams? For I don't know. Chargers well, so so right now we have five we have five teams that have seven wins or more, and mm -hmm. then we have five teams that are five and five: Baltimore, yeah. Cincy, Miami, Indianapolis, Tennessee. The only one I would cross off there is Miami, just because I don't think they're good. Denver, four and six. I swear, I almost texted you like fifteen different times this weekend asking what you thought of the Denver money line, because I wanted to parlay the Saints mm -hmm. with more teams. And I kept looking at the Chargers and and going, no, that's a stay away. They could lose that one. And then I'm like, why wouldn't I just bet the money line if I feel like they could lose that one? Of course right. I didn't. But the D Denver's a, a pretty good four and six team. You know, when you look at I some agree. of these other they teams that are Rams five and five. Yeah. They, they played the Chiefs tough twice. I think they covered once, but that Monday night game, they probably could have won. They're good. They're a pesky pain in the ass team. And they, they didn't go away today against the Chargers. And uh, the Chargers being the Chargers just blew that one. They really did. That was a team effort. That was actually it was mostly Phil Rivers, but 
Uh, Lynn was great. And of course, you know, the kicker missed an extra point, right? I mean, it was vintage Chargers, really well. Yeah, recap that one for me because I was at Survivor Series with my son and missed basically the last half hour of that game. So I, I, I know it was an Anthony Lynn special, but I couldn't tell how the Chargers blew it. It seemed like they had a first down. I was, I was trying to follow it. They had a first down with like three plus minutes left. One more first downs, the game game's over, and they didn't get it. And then Keenum went, what, 80, 75 yards for the for the winning field goal? Yeah. Well, Keenum wasn't sacked, which is a big thing. Like, that's, you think, oh, Bosa's coming back, and they're going to get to him. I don't, I don't think he was sacked today. Uh, but the big play was two minutes left. They have no timeouts. Um, third and, like, seven. And Rivers, uh, coming out of the two-minute warning, really looked like a glitch in a video game. He comes out of the, uh, out of the snap and just like chucks it into the ground as a, as a screen didn't wait for a develop at all. First of all, that should have been a run play. Anyway, take that down to a, a minute, 15 minute, 20, right. And punt that away and you're in good shape. But as it is, the clock stops with like a minute 56 and Oof. then you have to punt. And, uh, yeah, Keenan went down the field. Like a nice, nice long, uh, slant route to Sanders. And that was, that was that. Really gotten good range. So Denver's four and six. They got the Steelers next week, but then the last five are all pretty winnable. At Cincy, at San Francisco, home for Cleveland, at Oakland, home for the Chargers. Mm. I feel like they're not a cross off. No, I, I wouldn't cross them off yet. Because nine and That's seven could, team. yeah, nine and seven could absolutely make the playoffs, and ten and six, I think, in the AFC, a hundred percent makes the playoffs. We felt like the Chargers, we were waiting for this game. I think even last week when we did the uh, Guess the Lines, we were saying they were due for this game, right? We were saying there there was going to be a game when they just, something bad happened. And now we just had it. This was it. Mm. Let's take a quick break. Let's talk about Roman. Let's face it. Guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Studies show 70% of guys who experience erectile dysfunction don't get treated for it. That is bad. The thing most people don't realize is that ED is like a check engine light for a man's body. What would your check engine light look like, Kyle? Would it, was it flickering this weekend? <laughs> it's flickering. It's flickering right you're now. Rough when, it, when you're up till 3.34 in the morning. But for other people, the check engine light could be an indicator. Something more serious is going on, like a heart issue or diabetes. Thankfully, Roman has created an easy, discreet way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. It's a one-stop shop. Licensed U.S. physicians can diagnose your ED ship meds right from their pharmacy to your door. No waiting rooms, no face-to-face conversations, no uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. All you have to do is visit GetRoman.com slash Bill. Fill out a brief questionnaire. Chat with the doctor. Get real FDA-approved medication if recommended by your doctor. It's all prescribed online, delivered straight to your door in discreet, unmarked packaging. Guys, go talk to the doctor. Erectile dysfunction, a problem that guys don't don't usually tackle, but it's really important. And now with Roman, it's really easy to take care of it. For a free online visit, go to GetRoman.com slash Bill. All right, coming back. Last thing on the uh, NFC playoff picture. You know, Carolina, um, who really should be seven and three, and somehow they're six and four. You have the Saints nine and one and the Rams nine and one. You have the Bears seven and three. All three of those are going to the playoffs. Then you have either the Redskins at six and four, or Dallas at five and five. One of those two is going. 
And then you have Carolina six and four, Minnesota five, four and one, Green Bay four, five and one. And then So Atlanta's a cross off, huh? Yeah. I mean, that, was, that was where I was getting. I, I think Atlanta four and six, Detroit four and six, Philly four and six, Giants three and seven, Tampa three and seven, cards two and eight. All those teams are cross offs. Yeah. The only one maybe that we can't cross off is the Giants. It's weird, but they like they play the Eagles this week. I think they're better. I know they're going to be an underdog, a substantial underdog. I think they're better than the Eagles right now. The more, Giants, way more afraid of their offense. Yeah, they're three and seven, but they have they have the Eagles next. Bears will be tough at the Redskins, home for Titans at Indy, home for Dallas. Like eight and eight isn't. I wouldn't bet my life that they can't go eight and eight. I guess is my right. point. I don't think they will, but. You know, um, I'd agree with you. Tampa's gone. Atlanta's gone. San Francisco, Arizona, obviously gone. You said Seattle's obviously still in it, right? Yeah. And, and I like that Seattle team. I, I think they've, they're kind of the opposite of, um, the chargers and some of the other teams we make fun of, even the Panthers to some degree, but you know, they're five and five, but they're kind of overachieved to be five and five mm-hmm. considering all the guys they've lost. They've been in close games. Wilson. That 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 Seahawks pass Packers game was pretty fascinating because I did I I felt like Wilson outdueled Rodgers a little bit in that game, you know. Granted, yeah, it was a Thursday, low, but he he did in that yeah. yeah in the fourth. Now, granted, Green Bay had played Sunday, and then they fly all the way to Seattle, which is about as far as you can go in North in North America in the NFL. That kind of right. sucked, but um, but that's why I took Seattle in the first half, and I kicked myself for not taking them to the game because I would have at least gotten a push out of it. But yeah, that's what I was like. All right, they're tired. Seattle will come out strong. They're running the ball. Green Bay can't stop the run, but it ended up being exactly the opposite. One thing I taught, I did my picks for on Thursday, and one of the things I flagged was Mahomes was even, and Breeze was plus one seventy five for uh, MVP. And the thinking was, I really felt like the Saints were going to beat the Eagles badly. And the Rams are favored to beat the Chiefs. And the thesis was, if the, if New Orleans takes care of business against Philly and the Chiefs lose against the Rams, Breeze becomes the MVP favorite. Yeah. So why not bet him now, plus 175? Did I right. do that? No, of course not, because I'm a moron. <laughs> but They are unbelievable. I mean, they do have... They have- Tougher games, I think. I think they have Pittsburgh and Carolina twice. Uh, Pittsburgh once and Carolina twice. But um, I don't see anyone stopping this team. I mean, it's insane. And that's another Doug Peterson thing. Like, you got to go on some of these fourth and twos. Playing a team that put up 96 points in two weeks and then put up another 48 today. Like, what are you doing? You know you need offense against this club. Don't fall behind 17 nothing. Hinch was saying, sending me angry texts about Doug Peterson. Yeah. Almost all of them started with the words, I can't believe we lost the fucking Super Bowl to this guy. Was was how all of the text started. But he is not um not carried over the success from last year, shall we say. No. I would I would say uh he's 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 struggled a little bit. Um back to your cowboys for a second. Oh yeah. I feel like your guards up. You kind of shifted subjects on me. Like you don't want to talk. You, you, there's stuff going That's on how I here. Operate. And, it's been it's been going good for me. Doing you know doing it this way. So you traded your first round pick for Amari Cooper. 
Yeah. That looked like that had a chance to be a flat out catastrophe. And now it's like, if you go eight and eight and that becomes the 17th pick or the 18th pick, whatever, actually might be, might be a decent a defensible trade. I still don't like it, but it might be defensible. Yeah. It's getting more and more defensible. Yeah. I, I, um, and he keeps drives alive and it's nice and he doesn't ask Dak to do a ton, but yeah, I don't know what to say. I like this offense. I go to bed not hating Jason Garrett. It's, it's, it's weird for me. I don't know what to, uh, but I do feel like I'm going to get kicked in the groin uh, one of these weeks, maybe even Thanksgiving. Well, I'm glad you brought up Jason Garrett because I wanted to make the point. The longer this goes, the worse this is for your dream to have a different head coach next year. I know. You're, you're kind of, <laughs> you're, you're just, you're, you're inching toward year. What, how many years has it been? Is this eight? Year 10 of the Jason Garrett era? All right. No, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. That much, right? So I went to Survivor Series tonight mm-hmm. and brought my new giant. I have the, whatever the new iPhone is. What's it called? Like the X6. I have like the bigger one. So mm-hmm. I brought that one with me. It started at four o'clock um, Pacific time. We brought a shoemaker from The Ringer and Nephew Kyle. Yeah. And... I had the games on my phone. For some reason, the the reception was really good in there mm-hmm. and got to see basically the end of the late games and then really the first three quarters of Bears-Packers. I just kind of had it playing on my lap as, as, the, as the Survivor Series was going on. I just wanted to thank technology and Apple and all these people for just ushering us into this amazing new world where I can watch a football game as I'm at a wrestling pay-per-view. It's really great. <laughs> it's really, it's really a marvelous world we live in. I know, look, I know uh, climate change is going to ruin everything. And I know the North pole is going to fall into the ocean. And I know there's it's just going to be all these horrible natural disasters as the temperature just keeps going up and nobody gives a shit until it's too late. I get it. But I just want to say I enjoy the fact that I can watch football at, at the Staples Center during That's the nice. Interview. You know, you're lucky, though. With the seats you get and we usually get, you, you, you could get like a Braun Strowman in your lap while you're looking down, seeing uh, checking on Jordan Howard's rushing yards or something. I uh, Really dangerous. Yeah, there was one moment when the Miz got whipped right into um, the, the little barrier right in front of us. That's I really got a whiplash. Your, uh, your lady friend was there. She was, she was all over the place. She she had a hat on. Rachel she, Benetta. She had, was she sitting next to you? No, I was on the other side. I was where the entrance was, where they were coming in and out. But I saw her oh, over there going nuts. Yeah. It seemed like she was a legitimate fan. I I, I had my fake wrestling fan radar. She'll be a correspondent in 18 months, especially when it goes to Fox. She'll for sure be a wrestling correspondent. Yeah, she seemed legit. I had my fake wrestling fan radar on. It was, I monitored yeah. her a little bit, but she seemed, she was into it. She was doing the chants correctly. <laughs> yeah, she liked it. She was Almost. next to uh, that guy, Jacob, the WWE's number one right. fan who works for Fox. And mm-hmm. she's properly vetted there. But yeah, it was, um, it's weird times for the WWE because they're, they're like three stars short. You know, like scene is basically gone. Roman Reigns, tragically, uh, he left because yeah. he's fighting uh, leukemia again, which is a bummer. Get mm-hmm. well soon, Roman Reigns. And then last week, Becky Lynch got accidentally punched in the face by Nia Jax. And 
Um, and she had to miss the pay-per-view, though she didn't miss the picture with uh, with my son, Ben, today, who oh, crossed another funny. one off the list. But um, <laughs> She's lucky she didn't get punched again. I know. She, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she uh she she's really cool, but um, but that she's like the biggest star they have right now. She has yeah. the, the most heat out of anybody. So when Nia Jax came out, she got booed like she was like the Iron Sheik in the early eighties. It, it right. was boo! People were so mad that she knocked Becky Lynch out of this pay per view. But I think yeah, that's the Rock's cousin, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think um, in a weird way it works out because it's all heading toward. I think Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey and probably Nia Jax in a triple threat match. Um, I think that's your WrestleMania main event. I think we have an all female WrestleMania main event this year. So that's one of my predictions. Is Rousey not getting the heat that uh, they thought? I thought she was doing well. Well, it was interesting tonight. Charlotte Flair beat the living crap out of her. Like legitimately, it looked like she was bleeding from it was uh, bad. Like seven different places. We were sitting near Ronda Rousey's husband, who who seemed pretty traumatized by the end of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was bad. But what was weird was the crowd was rooting for Charlotte Flair, and they they kind of were were not falling for the Rousey thing at all. It was right. weird. It was yeah. it was like they they were all in on Charlotte, and I wonder if that could be a potential turning point with Rousey. The WWE's done a good job with their baby faces, their top baby faces getting booed by, um, by the fans and, and Cena, it's been happening for years and Roman Reigns and now Rousey. But at some point they must be like, what the, what the hell, what do we have to do? What goes on? Right. So much effort into this. I have two predictions. I, that's my first prediction for WrestleMania. And the other one is recently retired Patriot tight end Rob Gronkowski will be in one of the main matches. Oh, why not? You yeah. can lock those two down. Kyle, you're ready to say goodbye to Gronk, right? I mean, not you don't want to. I want him in my life. I you realize this is the only gonna, way. You realize this is the last Gronk. As season. long as he's not doing stand up, I think it's fine. This is the last <laughs> Gronk season. Yeah. No, I, I, hey, will I get a single fantasy point from him if he pins the <laughs> Big Show or something? Because that's the only way it's going to happen. I think Big Show might go down easier now. What's our worst case scenario for Gronk post NFL Kyle? Porn's one. I think he tries to do another Showtime uh, stand up. It was just terrible. If you haven't seen it, you oh, gotta yeah. check it out. What's What's worse, porn or stand up? Probably, for, for probably the Jeff Ross takes him. Our friend Jeffrey Ross takes him under his wing, and they just travel the country <laughs> oh, doing uh, roses. He just becomes his punchline. That could be bad. <laughs> hey, Crown Royal is doing something pretty cool this football season. They launched a responsible drinking program called the Water Break. It's all about encouraging people to hydrate between drinks for a better experience, whether at the game, watching at home, or in a bar. Have a great time. Enjoy some Crown. Just don't be that person that ruins it for everyone. We've seen that guy all the time who drank too much watching the game. Make the right call. Take a water break. Sal, who made the right call this week or not? Well, it's hard to make a case for Riverboat Ron and making the right call going for a two-point conversion in Detroit after scoring uh, when they, when they, and they didn't make it and they lost 20 to 19, but I'm sticking with it. I think he did it. You know, didn't we hear for years that, no, no, no. The road team goes for the win. The home team goes for the tie. I remember hearing that. It never really fleshed out to anything. But um, hey, I think that was good. I think that was a good move. I don't know what happened to Cam that play. I feel like if he stepped up, one of the linebackers would have would have um, dragged down, and then he would have been able to hit somebody over the middle. Uh, Moore was open. But he just sailed that ball, and that was it. Otherwise, Panthers win that game, and then they're a driver's seat for at least the fifth seed. 
I watched Good it on the Ron. Yeah, I, I can't agree with you on that call. No? You go for the tie there? They're the better team. Here's the thing. I didn't feel like their offense had enough momentum that I felt great about it. Like they'd only scored 20 points in the whole game. They'd scored 13 points in the first almost three hours of the game. And then they got the late touchdown. I just didn't feel like they were running on all, all cylinders. It didn't seem like Cam was totally on today. And that last play, I slow-moed it. Somebody started to raise their arm, one of the defensive tackles. So I think he like kind of quick threw it and he sailed it. That guy was wide open, that receiver. Oh my God. He was I open for like forever, two seconds. Though. He yeah, forever. It was Jarius Wright. He threw it like behind and over his head. But yeah, it was just a bad throw. Well, how and about this? Cam in the press conference is hilarious with the... The great hat, but being all serious. There's nothing better than that. Everybody made mistakes. I made yeah. mistakes. Other people did. Um, <laughs> the uh, If you're a Lions fan or if you had bet the Lions money line, what do you want the Panthers to do there? Oh, I want them to kick, I think. Well, you know, we're forgetting get Graham Gano. Then he, he missed something, right? He missed an extra point or he missed a field goal or something. Yeah. He missed I'm, an extra point, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I have more confidence in Cam Newton there than I do Graham Gano and or overtime. Well, guess what? Your confidence got kicked in the nuts. <laughs> They're going to be all right. <laughs> Say, they, of all the teams, if you go through all the teams and you go, wow, that should, should that be their record or should that not be their record? Six and four for the Panthers feels low. Like, yeah, right. I, I do feel like they're one of the best, like eight or nine teams. They feel like they should be at least seven and three. You know, I and, do wonder if we say, "Oh, team on ten days rest." If, if you look back, it, it hasn't really worked that great. Like Pittsburgh didn't do great on ten days rest. They came yeah. out sluggish. Panthers, same thing. Um, who am I missing? Uh, well, Oakland, San Francisco was the week before, but it doesn't seem like the extra three days does anything for these teams. We I don't didn't even t- know if the buy does either anymore. We didn't talk about Oakland. Oh, yeah. There was some John Gruden, uh, David Carr tension on the sidelines. They ended up actually winning the game. They beat Arizona. Derek Carr, right? Or did his brother Derek Carr. No, you know, I screw that up every podcast. What do, <laughs> what do you think I'm going to change? Well, Gruden's screwing up the first pick. That's for sure. <laughs> that's unbelievable. I mean, I bet one of my big bets is that the worst team will have two or fewer wins. Yeah. And now that freaking, that screwed me, that Oakland win. Because now Arizona, San Francisco, and Oakland all up two. Probably get one more the rest of the way. Did we clinch? We clinched our Oakland bet, though. Right? Yeah, that's a win. Yeah, that's that, nice. We clinched you that don't have to. You don't have to eat testicles. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> we had, we did pretty well with, with, uh, with our, our preseason everything. Really feel, I'm really proud of us. I thought we did a good job. I guess. I feel like we had the Jaguars on a couple too many things, but. Yeah, but not before right. the season. We we after they beat the Pats, we right. did our annual overreaction panic bet to try to salvage a bet we already had, and it turned into disaster. Mm-hmm. We're not very good at this, although I've been doing pretty well lately. Here's my pick for uh, my pick for Crown Royal. I like that the Colts. You know, Andrew Luck's been banged up. He got sacked a million times. He was hurt. We didn't know if he was going to come back. And they really spent some time and energy and draft capital to try to make their offensive line better. Most famously with this guy they picked six, Nelson, the guard. Mm -hmm. 
And their offensive line, as we mentioned earlier, like luck doesn't get touched anymore. And it makes you wonder when teams have these assets as the, you know, if you have one of the best seven quarterbacks, it seems like you should just spend money on the offensive line first or, or draft picks, like all that stuff, put it in the line and then figure out the rest of the team after, but just make sure you have your quarterback protected. And that's what yeah. they did. And it really transformed their season. It's not like they have, you know, a ton of good players because Ryan Grigson, their old GM, like he really screwed them with some of the dumbest trades and picks on the planet. And you watch their scope position guys. It's like Marlon Mack, like where the hell did he come from? Half of the receiver, other than TY, it's all a bunch of like cast-offs and guys you've never heard of. Eric Ebron yeah. was like a bust for the Lions and he's going down the line. It's like, all right, these, these guys, a bunch of no-names. And it doesn't matter because Luck's great and he's getting protection. So that's uh that's that's my call this week. That's a good one. I'll yeah. say that's a good one. Kudos yeah, to I the Colts. I mean, they're loading up with Mac and Wilkins and uh, what what is it? Hines? What's his name? And they're, <laughs> and they're doing it. Honestly, Those guys are like, doing just enough. We, we, Hines, right? Yeah, we could we could just start making up names that are on the Colts offense. Like you put like, <laughs> hey, you're gonna pick up that new Colts receiver, Jack Johnson. Be like, oh, it was, yeah, I don't have to try to get him. But uh, but yeah. Good move. I like that Nelson. Carola had a great one today. He said, uh, well, you know, Hench is going off for an hour about the, the Todd Gurley trade in our league, which has really gone. It's gotten too far now with the emails. There's like yeah. 50 emails a week. Like someone will start it up again and then, then it'll go on and on for days. And people's mothers are involved now and deaths in the family, IMDB credits, and it's gotten really bad. But so we're talking about dubious trade and, uh, <laughs> Corolla said dubious trade is a fourth year wide receiver out of Texas Tech. <laughs> dubious. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, I want to talk about that email stuff, but I should mention Crown Royal reminds everyone this football no. season to take a water break and hydrate responsibly. All right, before we get to the week 12 picks, this is not a here's a story about our fantasy league that you can't identify with because, um, it's not just, oh, and then I did this. No, 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 it's getting there. <laughs> well, no. We, so, like, every eight or nine years at our fantasy league, there this long email thread goes about somebody's mad about a trade, and then it just goes, and it keeps going, and it starts to get a little angrier and a little more personal, and then lines start getting crossed. And it happened in the league last week. And... um. It's just hilarious because this league we have are all guys in their 40s, right? I mean, yeah. even a couple, one guy's in his 50s and there's just like poison arrows being thrown down. It's it's awkward, Sal. I just want to be held. I almost think we should stop. We should quit fantasy and then just pick back up after we retire or something. I don't know. It's just getting crazy. Maybe we need a new league. Someone throws a mother joke out there. It seemed pretty innocent, but then one of the guy's mothers had passed away and it just got, it got worse and worse and worse from there. Is it, did, uh, did, was there any making up? Were there any private emails outside the league? Outside I don't of know. No. And then the worst part is some, one of these guys has to get kicked out of the league and it's probably going to be because of this. This <laughs> is all your fault. You tried to create a league that, <laughs> that Thank has you. just chaos and people turning on each other and, Angry emails. This is you love this. Why are you pretending hey, you don't I love this? I never advise anyone to trade Todd Gurley for um, uh, Marion Butts or whoever you got. 
I traded uh, T.Y. Hilton this week for Tariq Cohen so I could have the Chicago Bears handcuff, which is just going to yeah. handcuff me to fourth place in the league. And uh, and Golden Tate, hoping that he might turn it around. I didn't need T.Y. because I had three receivers that were better. I wasn't going to start him this week. And it's like, well, if he has a big week this week, either way, I, he'll be on my bench. I'll be bummed out about that. I might as well trade him and right. lock up. And of course, he has like his greatest game of the year. Yep. I, I bring this up because I just want to remind you yet again that fantasy is the worst. It makes me feel bad about myself. It causes ruptures with with my friends. I have friends <laughs> making mom jokes and yelling at each other like, what's fun about this? Why do we do this? I don't get it. No. But, you know, the winner is going to, you know, He's going to recoup what amounts to about $4 an hour when all said and done. <laughs> That's how we do it. Ridiculous. Well, here's something I do love and I do support. It's Thanksgiving football. Yeah. Our annual tradition of not helping our wives, um, <laughs> trying to avoid our family members, trying to watch as much football as possible, um, overeating, maybe taking a nap. I think this is one of the top four days of the year that my wife hates my guts. It's the it's in the Mount Rushmore of my wife hates my guts on these days. Might well, even especially be on the West Coast because that game starts at nine thirty, so you're not getting a lot of time in the morning to help prepare with with anything, right? No, if anything, I try not to do anything in the morning and and blame the football game. And right, I don't think my wife has really figured out that it's not like I'm writing a column the next day. It doesn't really matter if I'm watching the football game, but. Um, right. That lately, the last couple of Thanksgivings, Nephew Kyle's been out here and I get to hide behind him. Like, oh, Kyle wants to watch the game. And I have like a running oh, mate. Good. You know, it's good. It's all great. I love Thanksgiving football. Unfortunately, I don't love these three games. Our three games are Bears at Detroit, Dallas hosting Colt McCoy, and then the Saints against the Carcass. That's the Atlanta Falcons. Mm. So I don't know. What, no, no AFC teams, which is odd. Yeah. Right? Not one. What did we do to deserve those three games? I don't know. I mean, Detroit has to play at home. Dallas has to play at home. I thought that night game would be a little different, but. And the other thing uh, is Rams KC, because they were allegedly playing in Mexico right. City tomorrow night. They have mm-hmm. the bye week this week. Yep. So we are robbed of our two most fun teams this year, other than the Saints. Right. So they're both gone. And now, and as, as it turns out, the game's going to be LA anyway. But this is. I don't remember going 0 for 3 with Thanksgiving games like this from an entertainment standpoint. Usually there's one good game. How do we, how do we go 0 for 3, Sal? Well, I don't know if I'm ready to... I, I'm not going to make a case for Atlanta, but it was close last time they played. It was 43-37 in overtime. And this, I know we crossed them off, which is probably all the reason they'll have the ball uh, ready to score in the fourth quarter to take the lead Sunday, uh, Thursday night. I was driving back from Santa Inez this morning with my son because uh, our friend Ava had a her bat mitzvah yesterday, and we were, I was listening to the Falcons game, and Ido Smith had a run. They, had, you know, they have the local announcers on Sirius. Yeah, so it was the Falcons announcers. So Ido Smith ran for like four yards, and he goes four yard carry for the judge. And I'm like, the judge. And then I'm thinking about it, I'm like, Ito. oh, Judge Ito. So apparently that's <laughs> Ito Smith's nickname is the judge. Wow. That was the best thing I've learned all week. The judge. I'm, I'm all in on Ito now. I'm going to pick him up in fantasy. I want Judge Ito you on should. my team. 
Six carries, 10 yards. Yeah, that's your guy. Just, <laughs> from a comedy standpoint, it would be great. Chochito. Oh, man. I love those local announcers. Nobody yeah. on their team has ever committed a penalty in any of those no, football games. The oh, the basketball is the best. If you're driving home, listen to a basketball game. Oh, yeah. They're all Bill Walton for, for your home team. Insane. It's a really weird dynamic because they they're on the plane, especially in basketball. They're on the team plane with their guys. They get a championship ring if the team wins the title, and they're getting paid by the team. And if they're too critical, they're going to get fired. So they just become like all time homer cheerleaders. It's really phenomenal. Yeah, they have no choice. Yeah. yeah. All right, Thanksgiving. Steinbrenner and the Yankees guys are uh, the, the the very definition of that. Yeah. Yeah. Thursday, 9.30 a.m. Pacific time. Detroit hosting the Chicago Bears. I picked the Bears by two and a half in Detroit. Wow. What'd you have? I should be better at this. I said Bears by four and a half, and it's three. So you get it. It feels like, so if this was a Sunday game instead of a Thursday game. What do you think the line is? Oh, so you think it's higher than it's like four or five? Yeah, I think it's like six. I just don't know how though. And I know, but yeah, it's Thursday early. It's a weird game, but how would that, is carry on Johnson out? Didn't he get hurt towards the end of that game? Um, yeah, I think he did actually. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know um, if he's going to play, but I don't, I don't see how they score a lot. All right. Left knee injury. Yeah. The only thing I can we're we're gonna go through these three games and then we're gonna figure out what our three team parlay is. Ortiz. Second <laughs> game, Cowboys home, resurgent, brimming with confidence, playing Colt McCoy and the Redskins of Washington. Who, by the way, well, I'll pick the game first, then I have a question for you. I have the Cowboys by seven and a half against Washington. Wow, you you did this, huh? I said six and a half, and I thought I was going too high. It's eight. Mm. Case Keenum, Kirk Cousins, Alex Smith. How would you power rank that uh, merry-go-round last winter? Now, who's happiest with their QB? Case Keenum, Kirk Cousins, Alex Smith. Minnesota spends what ninety million on Kirk Cousins? Might even was even more than that. Well, I was thinking they spent, I think, uh, twenty nine. Yeah, twenty nine million for one year, and Trubisky gets twenty six. Uh, twenty six for one year, and Trubisky gets twenty nine for three years. So I was looking at it in terms of that. That that was weird. So Cousins Smith got like ninety million or something from Washington, and then Keenum yeah. got like half that money from Denver. My case was always I I think all those guys are the same. I'd rather have Case Keenum is cheaper. I think I'm winning mm-hmm. that one, Sal. I think you are. I think I think he kind of knows how to sneakily win games with the uh, teams. You know, Denver traded Demarius Thomas. It looked like they were kind of packing it in. Right, they still compete. They're still pretty good. Demarius Thomas, by the way, did did nothing today. I know he. Made, the other thing is Demarius Thomas just might not be good anymore. Yeah, I don't think Cousins is good, and and the pick six today didn't surprise me. And I, I don't know. I just don't think he's good. I don't. I think he's a seven and nine QB. I think that's what it's you're hard to do this because we see so many bad quarterbacks. So you just kind of want to lock into someone who you know can win. But right. that said, the Lions aren't winning a Super Bowl with Stafford. No, nope. the Vikings are not winning one with uh, Kirk Cousins. I mean, at that point, I'd just rather have Case Keenum. Yeah, if, I, if those are my other choices. 
Right. Last one, New Orleans home for the uh, Falcons, who, you know, they 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 had some injuries, they had some bad luck this year, but um, it 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 feels like that's a team that wouldn't surprise me if they changed their coaching staff after the year. Yeah. And may and maybe you just need to get away from that Super Bowl disaster. But I have the Saints by nine and a half against the Falcons. Oh, you're gonna have to go higher than that. I said eleven, and it's thirteen. That's too high. I mean, they beat everybody by forty. So yeah, that seems too high though. Because Atlanta can score points at least thirteen. So right. that that ruins it. Any... Right now, I think I would take all three underdogs. Hmm. By the spread, but. I wouldn't lock, lock into that at all. I don't know. I'm trying to think a what. A lot of points all over the place. Three teams, seven point tees. You get the Falcons up to 20. Mm-hmm. You get the Cowboys even. Ugh. And then what do you do with the Bears? Would you go Bears to four and a half, plus four and a half? Well, I guess. Who's the better quarterback there? I don't mind taking the Lions plus 10. I don't think they're, right? Emotional win tonight for the Bears. Not even three days rest. They, they have to, you know, Sunday night game. So. Trubisky. Take the Lions. Yeah, it's tough. Good. I, as for both of us, <coughs> the Lions are, are kryptonite. I oh, was thinking, by the way, I, I came up, some people suggested we talked about the the Trubisky, how he's the new process. The Bears yeah. fans are Trubisky, and I was saying how they need it. We need a nickname. the The best candidate, in my opinion, is the Trubiskaholics. That's no, pretty good. Um, there was some I heard other Trubiskets. I saw Trubiskets. Trubiskets was on there. The True Believers. Yeah, might have to just do a Twitter poll and and let the uh, listeners yeah, I think decide. That's the way to do it. But I realized today yeah. as I was watching the game on my iPhone during the Survivor Series that um, Trubisky is like, you've had three sons. Mm. Sons hit this age. I mean, they're so stupid. Little boys are just so dumb. Um, <laughs> but they're like four, four and a half. They start. Well, you have it now. How old's Harrison? Yeah, four. It's gonna be five next. Month. And it's like God, they're so stupid. But then there's there's signs of light, and then it starts getting better. And you go, oh man, he's starting to figure it out. And then he'll like shit in his pants in the playground or something. You're like, oh yeah, that's right, he's an idiot. That's how I feel about Trubisky. You watch, <laughs> so you're not a Trubisky writer. Trubisky. No, it's just right you now. watch Trubisky. You're like, oh man, this guy, oh, he's putting it together. And then he throws the pick six that gets dropped by Minnesota. He throws it right to the guy, and the guy just drops it. He would have gone down the sideline for 80 yards. But he's like a four-and-a-half-year-old boy. Right. There's there's signs of of greatness, and you see the light at the end of the tunnel. But on any play, he might shit in his pants in the playground. I mean, he kind of is exactly like a four-and-a-half-year-old boy. He likes to run around. You, can run, <laughs> you can't really stop him from running around. But then if you ask him to complete a pass to an adult, Downfield, it's probably not going to happen. What was he? What do you have? 165 yards passing today. Yeah, he can follow exact instructions. Like if you told Harrison, go into the kitchen, get a jug of water, and pour the water into a glass and bring it to dad, he could probably do that now, right? Yeah. But if there was no water in there and he had to audible and get you a different drink, it's not happening. Now you're getting like a glass full of ketchup. Right. You're like, oh, thanks for the, yeah, (laughs) thanks for the Clorox, Harrison. 
That's <laughs> Trubisky. He's a four and a half year old boy. So um, yeah, so that's that's my uh, that's my take on Trubisky. I like that. Yeah, put Thanks. that to a Twitter poll because we had we had some good uh, options. I think. What's your favorite Trubiskaholics, True Believers, True Biscuits? I kind of like True Biscuits. We should ask Tate about this too. I, I asked him on against the odds. I don't know. Uh, he said he had to think about it. Hmm. All right. Um, our Sunday marquee game this week. I got news for you, Sal. I couldn't find one. I didn't think there was a great. There's not a great football well, there's game. There's a this bunch one. in the three, three to four range as far as spreads go. But yeah, not a lot of great ones. By the no. way, I should point out that uh, underdogs went. Well, wait, only two favorites covered tonight. Oh, I guess the Bears made three. Yeah, and then so, eight lost and one pushed. So I couldn't find a marquee game. So here's what I'm going with: situated football. They made they made the Super Bowl, Sal. My buddy Sully, his son Aiden, who's the QB, oh. and then his other son Keegan, who's the ninth grader. I've known them their whole lives. Yep. They actually they went the first Situate has never won the Super Bowl. They haven't even made it since nineteen seventy. We're now this is Massachusetts, right? Massachusetts. They made the Div Five Super Bowl. They killed Swamp Scott last week. Nice. Forty five to fourteen. Suck on that, Swamp Scott. And now they are playing in Gillette Stadium next weekend. They're playing the central champ, Nipmunk. Nipmunk, N-I-P-M-U-C. I covered high school sports for the Herald for three years. I have no idea what Nipmunk is. Mm. But they beat Longmeadow 24-9. I know you had Longmeadow in a tease. That was a tough one. I did, yeah. You don't tease them. You're right. You're right. Their quarterback's not good enough to tease them. So Situate has a chance to win the Super Bowl. I don't know what the line is, but I'm going to say they're favored by... Uh, by six and a half. And I and ask Sully. He would know, right? Taking the sure over. Oh, Sully's out of his mind. I've never had a friend <laughs> lose their mind with their kids' sports thing <laughs> ever like this. It's it, The whole town is traveling to every game. It's like Friday Night Lights. That's awesome. Situate. Anyway, so that's, uh, that's our marquee game of the week. All right, it's marquee. I'm excited for it. The Watchables. I somehow only have one one game in the watchables. Panthers Seahawks. Carolina. Yeah, it's in Carolina. Not quite mm-hmm. good enough to be a marquee game, but a good game. And I have the Panthers by three and a half over Seattle. Yeah, you hit it exactly. I went higher. I said four and a half, but um, three and a half is the number. Is and that it? Yeah, I, I think this is the five and six seeds right here. I was going to say there's no lose loser leaves town possibilities. No. Pretty close, but I think Seattle has some easy ones coming up. Seattle loses their five and six. Yeah. You think you think you have to win ten wins to get the six seed in the NFC? No, maybe not. Could be a maybe nine not. and seven. I, mean, it's, I, I think it's Seattle, Minnesota, and um, Green Bay battling for that, right? Well, here's the thing: Seattle still has the Cardinals and the Forty ers twice. Jesus. So, I think Chicago is going to be the three seed. They're two games behind uh, the Saints and Rams. Mm-hmm. So, if you're the six seed, you're going to Chicago in round one. That's a fun one, right? Seattle at Chicago for that. Right. See, I would say that's a worst case scenario for Seattle. Mm. I don't like that game for them. I, I think they'd have a lot of trouble scoring in that game. Oh, I see. Yeah. But I think if it's like Rodgers... You know? Yeah. Or Cam? 
Cam would be fun. Cam, that'll be a fun game. The Bears hosting a round one playoff game against whoever will be very fun. All right. right. The, well, uh, Cam will probably go. They'll probably get a five. I don't know. It's early yet to say this, but they'll probably get the five and go to the NFC's team. But yeah, unless Minnesota gets Minnesota's five, four, and one, I guess they could potentially tough go schedule. Too. Yeah, tough schedule. Weird. Parody. All right. The barely watchables. We have five possibilities here. One is Cincinnati home playing the Browns. Um, I, I had trouble with this one. I had to put this in the Vegas zone. I had Bengals by five over Cleveland. I said four and a half, and it's only three. Ooh. If you had to play the game, I can't believe blank has blank wins. I fill those blanks with Cincinnati and five. And uh, Miami and five is a close second. And Cleveland. I can't remember them winning. Cleveland being three, six, and one. Hugh Jack- was Hugh Jackson on the Bengals sideline this weekend? Hugh Jackson was hired just for these purposes, right? I mean, they play him twice. This is the first of two games. Right, but was he on the sideline? Oh, I didn't see him. I didn't see him. He was. I think he was. Oh, nephew Kyle says he was. I'm pretty sure I saw him today. Had a good little chuckle. He was in that one seat. What, which the other coaches have never been in, but <laughs> because he's in that seat, he gets to make that decision. <laughs> Once you're in the special advisor seat, you can tell me what it's like in the special advisor seat. Do you think Marvin Lewis, he gets together with you tomorrow and he's like, hey, let's uh, talk about Cleveland. Yeah, give me the rundown. <laughs> he's like, man, I don't know. I don't know. Baker, he'll make some plays. Jarvis Landry, he likes to get open. It's like, didn't you coach there for three years? You don't have any right. insight? Hey, man, when you're in that chair. Yeah, I, I doubt he's really coming up with a lot for that one. I'm just reading something. I was reading something that says Hugh Jackson is basically coaching the Bengals for free, which I guess that's good. I thought he should have been, he should have paid like 200 grand or something. He should have to pay the coach at this point. <laughs> I like, uh, I like him and Marvin back together. I really hope the Bengals get like a six seed just so we can, so we can have more Hugh Jackson in our life. It'd be really fun. Hey, let's talk about Zebra. It's been reported that Americans are overpaying on car insurance by over $21 billion. That seems low. But searching for a better deal can take hours and result in a barrage of unwanted spam calls until now. Thanks to thezebra.com. Thezebra.com is the nation's leading car insurance comparison site. It's the only place you can compare hundreds of policies from all the top carriers and choose the best for you. Plus, they will never sell your information to the spammers. You won't get all those unwanted calls and emails. Just answer a few questions on a simple, fast form, and they'll find you the best rates and coverage in your state. TechCrunch said it best. The Zebra is kayak for auto insurance. It's quick. It's easy. Just an honest way to compare car insurance quotes from all the top providers all at once. Go today. Start saving at thezebra.com slash B-S-T-H-E-Z-E-B-R-A.com. Slash BS. And since we're here, I wanted to give a shout out to the Ringer NBA show, which has been awesome this season. If you love basketball, I hope you're checking it out. Mondays, John Gonzalez. Tuesdays, Verno and KOC. What's that one called? Is that corner three? That's not corner three. No, that's not corner three. Oh, the mismatch. The mismatch. Yeah. And then we got the uh, group chat with Chris Ryan on Wednesdays. And then we have corner three with... KOC, Charks, and Danny Chow. That's Friday. Sources say goes in there sometimes. 
I'm going to probably start popping up there a couple times as well. Check it out though. The Ringer NBA show, the best basketball podcast with the most going on from week to week. Awesome. All right. Back to sell. Patriots at the Jets. This this always feels like this game happens in November and it's never fun. Yeah. Patriots by eight is my prediction. No, uh, it went too low. I said 10 and it's uh, nine and a half. I didn't go too low because the Patriots aren't very good. Really? Yeah. They're not Both good, teams Sal. coming off their bye. Patriots aren't good. They're not bad. They're just not that good. This, it's one thing to lose to Matt Patricia. It's one thing to lose to uh, Vrabel. But if you keep this close against the Jets, and I know they do play them tough once that, uh, out of two games, typically, but th- this would be a, a real a black mark on Belichick's resume, I think. The Patriots last week got completely annihilated by the Titans, who got completely mm-hmm. annihilated by the Colts today. Not good. It's not a good sign, so. Yeah. But Eagle- you get guys back, right? Gronk, theoretically, will be back. Great. It's unclear if he can run like a 5.040 at this point. <laughs> I don't mean to sound like I'm complaining about the Pats. I just, I, I'm amazed if they can go like 11 and 5 or 12 and 4 with the amount of talent they have. It would be pretty incredible. They don't have, wow. they don't have a single receiver who can consistently get open. And they don't really have a dangerous running back either until, unless Michelle can. Get his shit together. Uh, James and, White's still good. For, James White's going to set the record for re, receptions for a running back. So. Great. What does He'll that be okay mean? Because Brady has to dump it off to him because he's under siege every time. You have the Jets twice. You have the Dolphins. It's always tough at the Dolphins, I guess. And then you have the Bills. And then Vikings and Steelers. At Steelers. That was a discouraging Titans game last week. They really got killed. That I mean, they've... They can't win on the road anymore, Sal. They well, that's like one of the hallmarks of Belichick Brady is like they go into enemy territory and they just take care of business. And they've gotten killed now three times on the road this season. I feel like they've flipped the switch on the season multiple times the last few years, right? So you'll see a different Patriots team, you know, that lost that lost to the Jaguars, um, you know, that beat the Chiefs. And then you'll see a different one that lost to the Titans and then a different, they'll go to three rivers or wherever Heinz field and win that game. I, I just, you, you can't get, put your finger on their pulse right now. Do you realize that they've only played two good teams this year? The Chiefs. What do you mean? Who? The Pats. They I think played, more than that. They played the Chiefs and the Bears. Unless you want to say the Colts are a good team. We both like the Colts. Colts can make the playoffs. Texans can make the playoffs. Uh, but their schedule seemed like a, Texans aren't a good team. Their schedule seemed a lot harder before the season than I, than I think it actually turned out to be. And now the rest of the way there, at Jets, home Vikings, at Dolphins, at Steelers, yeah. home Bills, home Jets. I mean, they have three like cream puff games left. They're going to get to 10 and 6 by accident. Yeah, I know. I know. Disgusting. You just got to get that two seed, right? Because if you get the three seed, you're playing the Chiefs and or the Steelers on the road, right? The only hope for this team is if Gronk can can uh, reach reach going to the throwback machine. Hogan too. I think they'll 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 figure it all out. Everything will click. They need Gronk is is the X factor. I have no Kyle. What are the odds he comes back? 
At all? To 80, 80% old Gronk. That's, that's we get 80% of from him. I think we can get 80% if he's if he's decoying too, you know. It's hard to Can't tell. Can't they just load him with PEDs? <laughs> or or yeah, or other drugs. Load him up. Our friend man. Jeffrey Ross would just let him go and focus on football. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should stop hanging out with Jeff Ross. <laughs> uh Steelers Broncos at Denver. I uh Continue to kind of like this Broncos team. I have the Steelers. Yeah, this is a good game. Right, Steelers yeah. three and a half. This could have been a watchables. I actually probably should have put this in the watchables. You got it exactly. I said four. Three and a half is good. Broncos have a good pass rush too. They they definitely can do some things. You know, they are not a typical four and six team. Yeah, Von Miller hasn't gone away. This is a good game. I wouldn't, I, I think it's a stay away from a better standpoint. Fun game to watch. Eagles home for the Giants. This line's going to be too high, and don't let me bet the Giants. Don't ever let me bet on Eli Manning, ever. I have uh, the Eagles by eight over the Giants. Oh, wow. See, I went way low. I said three and a half. You went high. It's five and a half. Oh, I lost. Two, you were up two and a half. Mm. I just thought people still think the Eagles are good, but apparently uh, everyone knows I don't know. Okay. How many, I mean, you know, this Golden Tate thing should be working by now. Everything should be falling into, falling into place. Uh, maybe the Bucks isn't a good gauge, though. Because aside from last week, I don't know why that game was 16-3, but the Bucks play no defense. I mean, when Eli's throwing for 94%, something's wrong. So who did the Giants beat last week? The 49ers, Monday night. So the Giants beat two of the worst teams in the league. And yeah. now people think that they can hold the Eagles to less than a touchdown. I'm just trying to get this story straight here. That's yeah. I don't know. I mean, what 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 the Eagles game stands out to you in the last three? Just, no, uh, it's just I, I just hate that game. I don't want to. I just don't like either of those teams. Eagles already killed them this year, right? Thirty four, thirteen. Yeah. So I was looking at uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Fitzpatrick has 17 TDs and nine picks. Winston has mm. six TDs and 10 picks. They have 19 picks already, so. Wow. And only, uh, what's their record? They're two they and eight? They have three wins, so three and seven. Three and seven, so they have six games left. They're averaging almost two picks a game. Could they get to, like, over 30? Yeah, I remember looking at that. Winston's over under was like 16 and a half interceptions. I remember thinking like, well, that could go over. He could have like 29 and 20, 29 touchdowns, 20 interceptions. But I don't know if he's going to play enough. What do you do with every week now, this third cutter? Who's almost definitely going to be fired after the season. Yeah, that's this happens in football where you know the guy's going to get fired, but he has to finish out the year. It becomes yeah. a staring contest. If I was Dirk, I would just get wacky. I would just alternate them on every series and like, why not? You're going to fire Sean Jackson run gadget plays in the backfield. Yeah. Put, put Fitzpatrick and Jameis out there at the same time. They could throw interceptions to each other. <laughs> Colts. They're a stupid team. Colts home for the Dolphins. I have the Colts by six. Yeah, you're going to get it. I said five and it's eight, eight. Lots of Colts love in Vegas. Colts are good. When the Pats played them, that the that was really lucky because remember that was they caught them on a Thursday night 
The Colts were banged right. up. They just played. They played an overtime game. And uh, I think they would have a lot of trouble if they, like, if they're playing the Colts this week, I think they'd have a lot of trouble stopping them. Let's go to the poop. I don't, not, I'm not sure it matters at all, but is Tannehill coming back? I mean, they had their bye last week. Tannehill's in a, in a condo with Sam Bradford and all the other quarterbacks who are touch and go. The poop fecta, poop fecta goes four deep this week. Our first one is a truly terrible football affair. I, here's my thing with the red zone. If there's like eight games going on, I don't think you should cut into the poop fecta games unless like something crazy happens. Like we don't need to yeah. go, let's go to Buffalo where Matt Barkley is trying to pull them within 10. Like who cares? Yeah, that's the brown zone, I think. Yeah, that's, the brown zone. The shit game. Yeah, put, have the brown zone and just put the four shitty teams in the brown zone. Mm-hmm. Jags. I like that. I have the Jags by three in Buffalo. Jags are at Buffalo. Yeah, I had three also, and it's uh, three and a half. Who's Jacksonville's backup quarterback? Is it Chad Henney still? Uh, was it any today? Who, who, did, who was it? Whoever it is, we should see him this week because I think it's over for Blake Bortles. Next yeah, one. what happened to him? He's just not good at football, unfortunately. When he lost the London game, that should have been it. They should have. That, that was like the last thing he had. Was was right. London, Bucks, Niners in Tampa. This is a truly terrible game. I have the Bucks by two and a half. I don't want to watch one second of this game. You had Bucks by two and a half. I have Bucks by three, and it's three and a half. Yes. Oh, that feels <laughs> insulting to the Niners. It's more than a field goal. God, they're really, really a Jesus. lot of bad teams. They really are. Here's another one: Ravens. It's Cody Raider. Kessler, by the way. Cody Kessler's uh, Bortles backup. Oh, we should see and then him Landry Jones is third. I'd rather see Landry Jones. Ravens yeah. Raiders in Baltimore. I have the Ravens by eight. Yeah, I went low here. I said six and a half, and it's ten and a half. That seems high. Here's a weird Ravens fact. They were favored by four today against the Bengals. Mm -hmm. It was announced that Flacco was out. Lamar Jackson was in. The line moved from four to six and a half. Right. So Joe Flacco, the starting quarterback of the Ravens, is so terrible that the backup is announced as a starter and the line moves two and a half points toward the Ravens. Well, but there might be more to it because I don't think people thought Flacco was starting, but RG3 took the first team reps at least two days this week. So maybe it was news that RG3 wasn't starting that moved the lineup. Oh, that kind of ruins my theory. <laughs> I mean, you might be right, but either way. We have the Ringer, the Ringer NFL slap. Mallory Rubin, the mother of dragons, <laughs> executive editor of the Ringer. Um, just hates Joe Flacco at this point, even though he really? brought her a Super Bowl. She's he's she's just so tired of watching him and tired of the uh, Flacco PI offense, all that stuff. Just doesn't want to watch him anymore, and has just put all of her cards on the Lamar Jackson table. And in the slack, yeah. they have that first drive and they're running, and they score, and he has like six rushes. She was reacting 
like somebody had just figured out how to impeach Trump or something. Like she was just <laughs> out of her mind. This is the greatest thing. Oh my God, we've revolutionized football. And during the Slack, it was the most optimistic I think I've ever seen her. She's not a very optimistic person. Right. And just the Lamar, Lamar Jackson, like a drink of water in the desert for Mallory. Really, really. It's, it's funny. It's weird with people. So you have Tom Brady. He'll always be the best. You know, you know, you can't turn your back on him because he'll be good until he retires. But then you got the guys like Flacco who are just okay. And even worse, guys like Eli Manning. And yeah. they've done so much for your franchise. But at least the Ravens fans have someone to turn to. Maybe Lamar Jackson could be good. What is... What is um, Eli Manning? What 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 are they going to have? Who's this Lorette? The guy that got arrested? Who are they going to have? Like who's going to be the face of the future for that? Yeah, and now they're screwing up their draft pick. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if I turned on an athlete who brought me joy, who who brought me a title or anything like that. Hold on, let me sift through all the titles I've won this century. So uh, let me think. Hold on. Let's see. Two thousand one, oh four. Yeah, terrible. Gronk. Um, How about Gronk? Oh seven. Hold on. I'm. I'm. He's slow. He can't run. Hold on. I got eight titles left. Hold on. Uh, um, Two thousand eight. The worst. Eleven. Um, oh, Kurt Schilling. Yeah, I turned on him. You did, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So, but it wasn't for performance reasons, right? He's now turned into the tax we had to pay for the O four title, which yeah. is fine. I I will happily pay the tax. It's the way it is. Um, hey, you want to go Still through some? Still haven't turned on Aaron Hernandez. It's like, I'm good, good. Stick to your guns. I like that. By the way, who is consuming all of this Aaron Hernandez content? There's, there's what, like a, do, there's two documentaries. There's three books. Oh yeah. There's this eight episode podcast. Who, who is the audience for this? Because it's not Pat's fans. No, no Pat's fans. Like, hey. Do you want to uh, want to go back and relive our double murderer tight end who killed himself? Mm. Can I relive that story? Like none of us want to ever think about him again. So who's consuming this? Maybe it's Pat's haters. Maybe it's like, yeah, this is how bad they are. Look at this. This is the guy they. So love. you think it, people are like hate listening to it because they hate the Pats? Yeah. Maybe it's like Colts fans. I don't know who this content's for. Here's what happened there in Hernandez. He's a fucking maniac, and he killed two people, and he might have killed more than that. There's your there's your eight episode podcast. I don't understand <laughs> well, it. I don't understand I don't who the, who is consuming this. On OJ, and it's kind of you have the same slug line. Yeah, but OJ was was like one of the most famous athletes of an entire right. generation. Yeah, this is like some fucking gangbanger tight end who's just awful guy. Like he I was just the told the story. The team and still is, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> That's terrible. Come on. <laughs> um, I'm kidding, of course. I, I think you're up one with you three left. Did we do Chargers cards? We didn't do Chargers cards. No. <laughs> Let's do this beautiful one. <laughs> I have the Chargers laying 11 to the Cardinals. Uh, you were good. You were close. I think that wins you the week. I had 13 and a half and it's 11 and a half. I knew Seven, I was going to be this week. All right, I need I need both. I need the last two. I'm not going to get them to uh, to tie you. Sunday night. But by the way, Chargers are beating Arizona. And what was the other one we like? 
We like the Patriots to beat the Jets. I'm not letting you talk no, me no, out of that. I'm not going near and that. I kind of like the Colts to beat Miami. That's I, I, a winner. I'll have my right? thoughts in a second. Let's take a quick break and then we'll come back for the last two. Let's talk about Allbirds. Dedicated to making stylish, comfortable footwear using premium natural materials designed for life's everyday adventures. Allbirds tree toppers are comfy shoes made from trees. A refreshing take on the classic high top. The tree toppers are just like the Allbird trees runners, but this time that light and breezy comfort goes all the way up to your ankles. Their reimagined take on the classic high top style puts the spotlight on simple, effortless design, stripped of needless details and unnecessary logos. They have limited edition colors. You can wear them to work on the show in the park. A sweet foam sole, revolutionary in sneaker form, gives you bouncy comfort. Engineered with the world's first carbon negative green EVA. Made from sustainably sourced sugarcane, they utilize the most rigorous sustainable forestry standard to protect trees, wildlife, and people. Feel good about what goes on your feet. They've mailed me four boxes, and they're freaking comfortable. I got to say, check it out. With the holidays right around the corner, it's time to consider all birds as a gift for someone on your list, or even for yourself, the all-new tree toppers are available in a variety of limited edition colors at allbirds.com. Sunday night, Minnesota hosting Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. What does the naked eye tell you about Aaron Rodgers this season? Well, I I think he's, I don't know if he's playing for Mike McCarthy's chops. Is it possible that he's tanking a little bit? Because that third and two pass was nothing like I've ever seen from him. Like maybe when he was seven, he threw a pass like that. Now, I don't think he's tanking. I think he's in a really frustrating situation, and I think it's affecting yeah. him. You know, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's like when uh, you used to have a boss, and you just know the boss sucks, and you can't get out of it, and you're on the treadmill of my boss sucks. Yeah. And it just starts. He, he, he needs a breath of fresh air. Is is how it seems from afar. Right. Would be my guess. I have the Vikings by six over uh, the Packers. Yeah, you win this and you win the week. Congratulations. I said three. I thought Vegas would say this is their last shot. Make it three. Wasn't impressed with the Vikings today. It is five. Mm. So you get that. And these two teams tied. They tied, right? Beginning of the year? And they tied. Yeah. That's why everyone has a tie. Yeah. They did. Cousins. They shouldn't have. Cousins... Remember they didn't somebody drop an interception or something stupid happened and Packers then they, should have won. Yeah. They were winning the game. Yeah. Won that one. Monday night, Houston, home for Tennessee. And um we really need Tennessee to win this one because if Houston goes to eight and three, it's gonna become tougher and tougher for them not I to agree. win that division. I cannot believe they're seven and three. I don't I feel like I've seen chunks of their games. I don't get it. But uh, I have the Texans. It doesn't make sense. They haven't lost in like two months. Were the Patriots the last team to beat them or did they lose one more after that? I don't know. Do you, do you watch the Texans and go, yeah, there's a team that's going to Yeah, something. no way. So um, I have the Texans by six in this one. Good job by you. I said four. It's exactly six. Yeah, Bill O'Brien should never, ever, ever be able to win seven games in a row, right? I said like four in a row would be a miracle. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Titans. Okay, so they play the Titans again. They lost to the Titans. And then uh, and then they lost to the Giants. They lost to the Patriots, Titans, and Giants. 
And then they beat the Colts in overtime, Cowboys, the Bills, Jags, the Dolphins, the Broncos, and the Redskins today. I don't, wow. do they do they have a running back on their roster that you'd feel comfortable even getting two carries on the Cowboys? No, I know, but he actually does, ends up doing. Oh, did he not do anything today? Lamar Miller, like he's just a. What did he do? Seems today? like a backup. I don't get it. And then yeah, they lose Will Ferrell. Or... Did twenty for eighty six, and then that Alfred Blue at forty six. Yeah, I've seen those guys. They're guys mm-hmm. like you don't want to start in a fantasy league ever. Right. It's weird. Weird. Don't get it. I wouldn't trade Todd Gurley for him. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quickly, our basketball bets that we made before the season. I can we can we just get paid for the Gordon Hayward bet now? Yeah, that was smart. And the Giannis. The problem is the rest of his team that we bet heavily isn't uh, rising to the occasion. It's killing me. It's 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 a double whammy because we have the Celtics over, which was like fifty nine wins, combined with the fact that I I'm just stupefied that they can't put together three straight games. Yeah, and like they they had this awesome win against Toronto that was like the game of the year you for love Celtics. That game. Yeah. It was so good, and then they just shit the bed the next night against Utah. But I think we're gonna hit on the Lakers over forty eight. That's happening, mm-hmm. and. Um, and we're going to hit on the Bucks over. And I think we're going to be good with the Hawks under too, especially when the Hawks start. The Hawks under was like 23. Um, we didn't bet on Charlotte to win the division like morons. They're going to win the division. Washington fell You think apart. they are? Yeah. Cause no, nobody's good in that division. They're the only team yeah. that's half decent. And then, um, I'm trying to think what else we didn't do any title bets though, which, uh, which I'm glad we didn't because. We did matchups, didn't we? I mean, I know I did Milwaukee, uh, Golden State. Did I do that with you? I think yeah, I, I think might. He did. I think he might have. I don't oh, know. well, that's good. I'm glad I have that. The yeah. East, the East is really good in like from a top four standpoint. I th- I think the final four in the East with the it's going to be Sixers, Celtics, Bucks, and um, Raptors. Raptors. And Pacers go away. Yeah, I mean the the Pacers maybe could upset the four seed, but I, I think I think they they would have to make a trade. I think to move into that top four, mm-hmm. they'd have to turn Miles Turner into something something a little more reliable. But that final four is really good, and then you go on the other side with the West, and I don't even know who the final four is. Golden State, yeah. and I think the Lakers just because of the LeBron pedigree, and they'll make one move. I have no idea who the other two teams would be. And everybody, Portland, I think. No, I don't. I mean, I don't know. People like Denver. People, people are waiting for OKC. Has been playing well for the last two weeks. Utah's really underachieved this year for what people wanted from them. Well, um, more importantly, are there five tank teams right now, or more? Uh, uh-uh. uh. We don't have five yet. We we will in about three weeks. The we have team, the Suns. We have the Cavs. We have the Hawks. Are the Knicks there? Are the Bulls there? Cavs are there. Knicks are there. Um, Suns aren't there yet. They don't want to admit it. And then nobody else. I really like the Clippers. I, I think the Clippers have a chance to be like a Cinderella feel-good story. Mm-hmm. Where uh, they're just, they, just, they just play well together. I, I'm shocked by how enjoyable they are. They take care of business. They can, they can score at the end of games. 
And I think they're they're a fun wild card. So they had a nice spot there. Didn't they beat the Warriors? They beat the Warriors, right? Yeah, they've, they've had good wins. They've had yeah, comeback they, wins. They played them after the Warriors. Oh yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. Nope. They there did. was something weird happening. Yeah. yeah. Any other gambling stuff we care about? What about the Deontay Wilder fight? Is that oh. this weekend? What? Oh, Tiger Phil. We should. We should. Uh, are you doing that what on do Against think? All Odds? Uh, yeah, we'll probably talk about it there. What do you think? Phil, Tiger's minus two hundred. I I stand by my theory that it's really hard to get excited about two rich guys trying to win money against each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I I wish. Yeah, they, I'm I, in a tough spot because a mutual friend of ours is uh, promoting this, and uh, you know, I'm, I am sort of interested, but I also agree with you. <laughs> no, I, I just I'm trying to figure out what the hook is, and I, and I guess the test will be when it's Friday. Will um, will you be like, all right, I'm gonna get this. I want to know who wins. I think I will. I think it will. Well, you have a gambling what problem. Is it, that's bucks, not fair. Twenty bucks. I think you, that's fine. You, you'll bet on anything though. I'll be in a coma. You could bet whole whole by whole. Yeah, it's fun, but I think Tiger wraps it up by uh, our, our our agent James Baby Doll Dixon says Tiger sixteenth hole wins it. <laughs> really, that was his prediction. That was his prediction. <laughs> sixteen, like it's a title fight. <laughs> maybe, maybe he thinks it is. Do you have a you have a parent corner? I do. Oh, so um, at my four year old Harrison school, they have what's called Dad Appreciation Day which by the way, spells out dad, if you do the first initial, but anyway, uh, because they're not in school during father's day. So they feel bad and they want to do something for the dad. So they make this thing. It's a, basically a mad libs thing. What my father is how, how many years old and my father likes to do this. So my son Harrison comes up with that. I'm 55 years old. Um, <laughs> I'm really good at basketball. Not true. Not 55. Not good at basketball. The best times he has with me is when we go to Florida together. I've never freaking been with a kid once in Florida. Like not even close to anywhere in Florida. And uh, that my money, my pockets are full of money, which is kind of a leading question. Like his pockets are full of what? Like what are, what are we going to put? Like, like, I don't know, egg rolls. What, what's it going to be? So he put kid puts money and that's not true too. So I'm, um, I had a little talk with the teacher. I was like, hey, how do they fill these out? They're like, well, you know, we lead them in the right direction. I was like, well, you led mine in a completely wrong direction (laughs) to a point where I don't even think this is my son. (laughs) And uh, he's not leaving this preschool until he gets these right. So he might be seven, eight years old uh, as a preschooler here in Manhattan Beach. Why does he think you're 55? I don't know. It's weird when they ask. The, The kids are all over the place with the age. I feel like it for sure, but I'm not 55 yet. I. This is a story about my son going, uh, you know, we went to Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. He just turned 11. I feel like this is the last year. I saw it like when Archie, your son Archie came over last week. Archie mm-hmm. all of a sudden has become like this kind of, for lack of a better word, adult. He's, yeah. like, he's like this just adult, nor like kind of adult in training, 13. Like, Well, to be fair, he was sitting next to Brad the whole day. <laughs> well, true. He, yeah. True. But, you know, they, he passed some line where he just doesn't seem like a kid anymore. I know he's still a kid, but he doesn't seem mm-hmm. like a kid. So my son's 11. This is, it feels like the last year where he's still a kid. 
So we had this Survivor Series and like the whole week, he's like, dad, six days till Survivor Series. And just every time I saw him and he'd, be, he'd walk over, he had this big look on it, big grin on his face, like dad, five days. And, uh, and I was just thinking, this is probably the last year. I got sad. This is it. Well, next year, well, it'll be late. Well, next year, did it'll be like just. Did he like it when he was there? Did it, did it, did it wane a little bit? Is it no, he had, he had the greatest time, but his excitement for it the whole week, he was honestly like a kid on Christmas. And I was thinking like, yeah. so next year, he probably won't be like this, right? Age 12, you kind of lose that little wide-eyed innocence of. Next Dad. year, he'll probably be the third match on the card. What do you mean next year? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. If 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 he's still like this when he's like twenty one, I'm probably in trouble. Yeah, you um, got to just do it. You just got to go for it. But we the had we had this guy who was two rows behind us, who <clears throat> nephew Kyle can vouch. Um, he's just one of those guys. He's definitely there alone. He was there by himself. He had very long hair. He was wearing a wrestling shirt. He was super loud on the phone most of the time. <laughs> Running commentary, calling his mm-hmm. friends to see if they could see him on TV, oh, no. trying to start chants. Um, I knew we we're in bat. What was the first match, Kyle? Whatever the first match was, he started calling the guy. It was the girls' match, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was, it was a girls' match. Women? He yeah. started telling somebody that they sucked, and my son was just giggling like Beavis the whole time. And I was like, <laughs> "Can I, I dad? Like, can I?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Can I join in on the suck shit?" I'm like, "No." And then Can the I next match, it was a guy and he starts, he's like, starts yelling that the guy, uh, excuse my language, is a pussy. And my son is just <laughs> laughing and just this guy's crossing every line. And at some point, Kyle and I are looking at each other like, all right, security's going to kick this guy out, right? <laughs> no, yeah. he's just free reign. He's yelling. He's inappropriate. And everyone in my section hates him except my son, who's giggling hysterically at every terrible joke, every bad word. It was just like his wheelhouse. And uh, and I, 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 I'm going to miss those moments, I guess is my point. Nah, we'll, we'll, we'll get it back. I guess we'll just have to have more kids. That's all. Well, my consolation is someday my son will be that guy, two rows behind us, going by himself. The people <laughs> no, behind him. He's going to be. He's going to be six rows in front of you in the ring. There's no question about it. He did. I I, I met with, uh, I had a meeting with Triple H this week and we were talking about when, when my son's working for him in 10 years. Like we were openly joking about it. Like right. talking about what kind of match do you think will my son be the kind of guy who can call the match in the ring in audible <laughs> or would have to be scripted out ahead of time. And, and uh, Triple H was saying you should get him so that he knows how to do both kind of matches where he can audible in the ring, but you also want to have him be able to hammer out the beats beforehand as well. I'm like, all right, all right, I got it. So yeah, so I, there's no stopping it. We The last time we saw this was with The Miz on uh, on The Real World when he so desperately wanted to be a wrestler that he actually became a wrestler. That was it, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the way Mark Henry it. got him to cut down his entrance time, right? To a minute. Oh yeah, Mark, Mark Henry. Henry told him that. He was talking to Mark Henry today backstage about um some tips. Mark Henry, I told him he my son does a two-minute entrance. He's like, you gotta cut that down to a minute. <laughs> That's funny. One other thing about the crazy guy behind us, there were two people behind him who got mad that he kept standing up. <laughs> yeah. And this uh, guy's 
was giving them reaction back. And one of his comebacks was, I'm sorry I paid more money for my seats than you did. <laughs> no, that's great. It's just great. You really get all kinds of wrestling matches. You really do. You get, Is that even true for two rows? I guess it, I, it was be. one row. It was like, you're, what are you bra- you're bragging about being an asshole. Oh, man. oh boy. Really? It's really something. Um, what do you got to plug? I got a lot. I have uh, Lock It In Monday through Friday, uh, 1.30 to 2.30 West Coast, 4.30 to 5.30 East Coast. Jimmy Kimmel Live is on all week. And uh, against all odds, we're going to go over all three um, Thanksgiving games, Super Bowl stuff. When are you taping that? Lots of fun coming up. What's that? When are you taping that? Tuesday night. When Lock It In's not Thursday and Friday this week, is it? No, we do have a break. But we all work on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Is that true? <laughs> Jesus. All right, cuz. Uh, last know, thing. You did it. You worked, you worked uh, every Christmas, right, at ESPN? Yeah, it was worse than that. Yeah, you had real games to cover. No, it was, wor- it was even worse than that. We were out of the house at like 6.30 in the morning and home at 10.15. I had little kids that I didn't get to spend Christmas with for two years. But no, that's fine. That's, See, this is why that's the job, though. That's the job, though. We're going to be we're going to be that guy in the wrestling audience with nothing else. <laughs> um, last thing, do you have a birthday wish for nephew Kyle? It's tomorrow. Oh, is it Kyle? How old are you? Twenty five. Quarter Century Club. Oh, this is a big one, Bill. It's a What's big one. Do um, you know what? I, I don't hold back. Go out and get a tattoo of uh, <laughs> you know third sixth favorite podcast on the network. Whatever you want to do. Maybe a house of carbs tattoo. Oh man. Sort of like his left Perfect. butt cheek. <laughs> the big two five is a quarter of a century old. I love it. Happy birthday, Kyle. Thanks, buddy. The, the, the big question will be whether his on again, off again girlfriend crashes wherever his birthday celebration is. It's an undisclosed oh, location, right? It's now. undisclosed location. He'll work it out. He's oh, a smart man. dude. Nephew Kyle. Uh all right, Sal. Good job by you. Good job by you, Billy. All right. Thanks to ZipRecruiter. Don't forget to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Thanks to my bookie. Before you go, check this out. My bookie doing a turkey day free play. Bet the spread on either the Bears or the Lions. If it wins, you win. If it loses, my bookie will give you your money back up to 250 You literally can't lose. No risk. All gravy. Sign up this week. My bookie will give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. A great way to bank even more money when you win. Use the promo code. Bill Simmons. Thanks to all birds. Remember the tree toppers, a refreshing take on the classic high top made from trees. The revolutionary sweet form soul adds a spring to your step, sustainably sourced to meet all birds. Rigorous standards. I have multiple pairs of the all birds. I got to send something to Joe House. I feel like he would call them the Allbirds, right? Not Allbirds. The Allbirds. He's like, I got the Allbirds in the mail. Uh, The holidays are right around the corner. It's time to consider Allbirds as a gift for someone on your list. Maybe Joe House. The all-new tree toppers available in a variety of limited edition colors at allbirds.com. We're going to have two more podcasts this week. We're taping with Michael B. Jordan, actually, uh, on Tuesday. And I have a couple other people coming. So, yeah, I'll I'll have some Thanksgiving content for you. Until then. 